ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Make me feel good. Make Make me me feel feel good. The podcast. A hug for your ears. I'll have my left hand on the score just tracking it and I'll conduct with my right hand. But every now and then I get carried away and I just take my left hand off the score and I keep conducting and then I'm completely lost in the score and I have to turn about five pages because you fit so little braille music on a page and I have to find my place and it gets a bit tricky. Julianne Bell is a vocal teacher and she conducts the South Burnett Chorale. Julianne is a blind person You may have heard her performance a couple of years ago with Guy Sebastian in duet on The Voice. Someone (laughs) said to me recently, what was it like singing with Guy Sebastian? And I was just so over it. And I said, well, you know what? Uh, I think he shows really great promise. And with a (laughs) bit more practice, I reckon he could be really good. (laughs) I'm Geordie Howell, and I'm a classical soprano singing professionally in choirs and as a soloist. I'm a Braille music transcriber and I'm a music teacher. And you conduct the choir in a slightly different way using Braille music. Could you briefly describe how Braille music works? For me, I have to read with my hands as well as conduct with my hands. So therein lies challenge number one. But basically Braille music is a series of symbols rather than staff notation. So it's quite intricate to read. And it's very common for people who are blind to only see their part on the page when they're looking at a score because it's easier, it declutters the page for the blind singer. Whereas I need to see all the parts so that I can teach the piece to the ensemble. This means that my pages are very complex and that there are a lot of them. I have to do a lot of memorization before I take a piece to the ensemble so that I'm able to teach it as well as conduct it. I think it's really important to remember that just because you can't see, it doesn't mean that you don't know what's going on. Blindness doesn't mean that we can't do things, it just means that we can't see things. I've learned to just take help where it's offered and not be too proud to say, oh, can someone tell me what bar that is? And sometimes it's even a bit of a competition. Okay, everybody, first person to tell me what bar that repeat starts in, and it becomes a thing. And even people who can't read music, they start to learn what different signs and symbols look like, and they can participate, because they know what a repeat sign looks like, because we've talked about it. And so everybody participates. And if they get it wrong, I pretend, I say, oh, that's the back of the room for you, and it becomes quite funny. It's a, it's a really great way to... to Build community. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. Well, I've been singing since I was five years old, I think, from that's my earliest memory of singing. And for me, singing, it's a great leveler. It allows you to feel your feelings. Sometimes it can help you change your mood if that's what you need to do. And I think it's a wonderful way to communicate with people and a wonderful way to bond with people. And the soul felt its worth. My choristers love singing for so many reasons. For a lot of them, it's something that they've done all their lives to greater or lesser degrees. And it makes them feel very joyful. It makes them feel very happy.
For a lot of them, it's a very spiritual thing. It's a very godly thing. And for some of them, it's another instrument that they play and they just love to do it. They love to share it. And I think it comes from our bodies. It comes from us. And there's a vulnerability in that, but there's an exhilaration in it when you get it right. And that is so special and so treasured and so human that I think it's just the most wonderful thing to do.